Let's do this motherfucker. Oh man, you got on 85 North. You got off of North Root Hills. You took a right. You went past Briarcliff. You went past La Vista. You turned right at the giant package store. And you found yourself in the parking lot of the now dead and gone greatest place on earth, the famous pub. But then you turned around and said, let's go back to the sausage hut and talk about the great times we had. Hi, everybody. This is Johnny Kilbasa, your host here in the sausage hut, a very special sausage hut once again. Happy New Year to y'all. Whenever I just finally get this thing going. I'm not sure. I've been trying to get to the editing this thing for a long time. But this is... Not the Undertaker coming out for a WrestleMania match, but the... Something I dreaded my entire life. The eulogy for the gone and forgotten famous pub and sports palace in the glorious and now soon to be gentrified Toco Hills Shopping Center. What was once the center of the universe for me and a lot of my friends is now becoming an upper class, a snooty place to go and buy things from franchises that you don't want. Any character that it used to have is now being lost. And I really don't even want to do this because the famous pub and sports palace, Maggie's, Petito Bears, were all big parts of my life for a very long time. I'm going to sip some coffee here for you. I know everybody likes hearing people slurp coffee. Anyhow, happy vacation. Hope you guys had a nice whatever. And I hope 2017 truly is uh, Armageddon because I think that's where we're heading. And I hope Armageddon comes quickly and painlessly to everybody. (laughs) Anyhow, the famous pub and sports palace. If you've been there before, you know what I'm talking about. It was around since 1986. It was about the biggest bar you could possibly imagine. It was the best sports bar on earth as far as I was concerned. It had a million TVs before BW3s had a million TVs. It had great chicken wings before BW3s was all chicken wings. It had anything goes type of club atmosphere before Club 112, before (laughs) the Riviera, rest in peace Riviera, before Backstreets, rest in peace Backstreets. So many great things and so many great memories. So what I did was I got together a bunch of my buddies who shared these wonderful memories of the famous pub and sports palace because me and my my close friends were just, um, you know, a group of hayseed yokels fresh off the boat from the Midwest when we came to the big city of Atlanta. I didn't really know what we were doing or what we had and where we were going in our lives, but we happened to find an apartment that was near the Toco Hill Shopping Center. 
And from there, we went and discovered the famous pub and sports palace. And it became one of our favorite places. I mean, I lived within walking distance of that place for a decade, the better part of a decade. And so did my buddies. And so did a lot of people. Now, if you were from Atlanta, you might have had a different view of the famous pub. As a local joint, who knows, it has it meant different things to different people. If you went to Emory University, maybe you were scared of going there. I'm not sure. You probably spent most of your time down the street at Maggie's. Or you didn't like going to the famous pub. I don't know why you wouldn't. But And, and it changes a lot over the years, too. I think um, there was probably a long decline. Not that it was, I don't think it was really going, I mean, I don't think the the closing was a result of them being out of business. I think it was a result of those evil corporate corporate jerk-offs who came into town and jacked up the rents on everybody. I mean, that's what my speculation anyway. So screw you, um, whatever company you are. I remember there used to be a, a movie house there too. Remember Crown Pizza? Oh, the the Russian pizza place that was right there? That was a crazy place. It's been a long time since that was there, but they really had good pizza. And speaking of Crown Pizza, I don't want to turn this into a Crown Pizza story time, but I used to go in there for pizza all the time, and it was really good, really unique, and uh, you never knew what you were going to find. I walked into that place one time in, you know, in sweatpants and a T-shirt to pick up a pizza, and you kind of walked in the front door, and you were right in the middle of the dining room. I walked in there, and there was this wedding reception going on like people dressed to the nines all sorts of hairspray older people um not a lick of english being spoke some dj in the corner playing this crazy russian dance music and everybody was just kind of it was one of those pull the um needle across the record moments and everybody just kind of looked at me like hey man i'm sorry i didn't know i'm just here to pick up a pizza mazel tov or what else uh <laughs> But I digress, as I usually do. The famous pub and sports palace. I still hate to hate to think that it's gone. It was a great place to. It was the best place to go watch sports. It was the greatest place to go kill a Saturday. And you're going to hear some of these stories. So I got my buddies together, and we had a conference call. It was even graced by Big Daddy Mark Aram himself. Uh, everybody else's names have been changed to protect the guilty, and you'll you'll hear through these things that I've taken names out. Um, don't get discouraged by the lack of specificity. Concentrate on the stories. <laughs> and actually, you'll also find out that a lot of these stories were told that may have been part of other stories and other nights that were all blended together in our drunken haze of brains that took place over the course of many years with many different characters. And I, I think actually a couple of these stories um, happened to different people, but time is cemented these certain memories with with other people so you never know for whether it was playing hydro thunder which was one of my favorite video games of all time shooting stick being in the back bar back when they had golden tea all the way in the back the full full-size papa shot i know that was that hasn't been there in a long time but man that was that was a great place and a bunch of our buddies from the midwest would come down for music midtown when music midtown was in its heyday I mean, we had we'd had a we had a house that had you know ten people staying in it for the weekend and going to Music Midtown and coming back and going to the famous pub was 
about as fun as it got in Atlanta. And I don't know, I'm sure a lot of people moved to Atlanta in their mid-20s and had a decent time there, but I, I put the times that we had up against anybody. I mean, legendary times. We didn't know it at the time, but looking back now that we're somewhat older, we're like, damn, we did it right. And of course, hindsight's always twenty twenty, and Luckily, none of us died. Nobody I knew got in a, you know, whatever. Nobody I knew got robbed or shot or killed or any of that stuff. So what I'm going to do here is uh, I'm going to bring up a little tunage as we go into storytelling mode here. And we're going to get right into the first first tale. There's really no order to this stuff other than the order was which was told on this conference call that we had. So the first story we're going to have here is from a buddy of mine who talked about the owner, Tony. Now, if you know Tony, he was uh, somewhat curmudgeonly, but ran a, ran a tight ship. Um, I didn't know him that well, but I did know him enough to respect him and give him crap about being a Michigan State fan. And I'm sorry I couldn't talk him out of not getting rid of the place. So who knows what happened. But here's a couple stories, a couple quick stories about Tony, the owner. It's the same dude. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Yeah. Was he Michigan State guy? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he he might have. Yeah. He might. Yeah. He was. He he, was. he gave. Um, I remember we Kowski. He gave him crap one time. They were really getting. If you'd go in there on Sundays to watch football. They were really cracking down on people just ordering water and sitting there all day. And and I, you guys might have been there. Who knows? We rolled in there one Sunday, just you know, hung over as hell, and sat down. And we, you know, were watching some football. And he was gonna order. He's like, "I'll just take a water right now, and then I'll order when you come back." Well, he was sitting there with a bottle of water at the table, and Tony came by before we got anything else in front of us and started yelling at him for sitting there. With, hey, you gotta order food or something if you're gonna sit here and watch football. And it was like, "I'm, I'm ordering lunch." And I come here every other day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> that's hilarious. I totally forgot about that. And wow. you know what the other one you know what the other one that reminds me of is the time that we were sitting there talking to that dude and uh he was like feeling generous and he's like, Hey, uh, get these guys around the shot. And then he thought about it for like a second. He's like, just get him like half shot. Yeah, I remember like that. Half shot. <laughs> I was, like, Jesus, I was there. Like, Come on. <laughs> so there you go. There's a story to kick it all off for about the owner, Tony, being kind of a dick, but uh, also showing some kind of funness to him, giving us some half shots. <laughs> Let's get right back into it. Here's another story about getting up on the roof of the famous pub. I was gonna say, uh, I was gonna say that uh, there, there's gonna be a lot of stories that I probably have remembered details incorrectly. So I'll need someone to interject and say, you know, to, to fill in the gaps. You know, for for example, I think our first night in Atlanta, Kilbasa, yeah, we ended up at the pub, but I don't remember all those specifically, other than. You know, many days that ran into nights that we'd show up at 11.30 for early lunch and we'd close her down at 3.30 in the morning. Oh, yeah. So a lot of those, you know, <laughs> seem, to, seem to run over together. <laughs> yeah, there was a special achievement yeah, medal like, if you had two men, two two meals that, in the same day <laughs> at, the, at that uh -huh. place. That's right. Yeah. That was kind of a challenge when, uh, you know, starting to put this project together. I was like, 
Yeah, I remember a lot of bits and pieces of nights there, but trying to piece together like several great stories, I was like, um, it's a little more difficult. It's t- I now, now I know what the Westworld um, robots felt like when they had this vestiges of all these things in the back of their head. Is anybody watching Westworld? I'm only halfway through it, but it's great. Let's start on the roof. Why don't we start on the roof, Kowski? That's a good one. How, how the heck? You know, <laughs> I couldn't tell. You. Were you gonna start? Or did no, you go ahead. Start? Go ahead. Is there a story um, yeah. that occurs on the roof? Okay. Yeah, people have ended I mean, up on the roof. I know I, I ended up on I the roof one up. night. I think I was there with you. I chickened out at the bottom of the ladder. Like, uh, was there like a karate facility or something? Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. yeah. In, in the basement. In the basement. And so, like, we kind of wrapped around, like, towards that at the karate that back way. Sunday. Everybody who pop watched the karate studio say what's up. No, the alleyway. I was there on yeah. Sunday. Saying goodbye. Right, but I mean, that's... I think the karate studio is back in there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's ne- it's downstairs. Is that where you go? Um... Yeah, yeah, definitely. I've never been on the roof, and that was old school. But um, I know we went, just kind of started heading in that back way towards the late late at night. Late at night. Back. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Like two two in the morning probably, and wrapped around and found a uh, you know fence. Leading up uh, to some steps up to the back, I think we had to climb like two two different sets of steps or two fences to get up there, and then we were sitting behind the sign, like right above the sign on the roof. Yeah, and I, I remember going there. There's a ladder, and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing it. You were undeterred. Yeah, I think I remember you being like, uh, being the voice of reason, and oh, I just ignored you at that point. We're like, oh no, we're going, we're going. <laughs> So how did you make it up there though? Was there was there like a ladder on the on the side of it or something? Or I think there was like a set of steps and then we had to climb something that was a little more like uh rooming that an antenna, but you know, like more of a ladder, but I think there was like a set of steps that got you like halfway up and then you had to like <laughs> climb some of the uh building structure to get up the last Section because there's like two tiers. Exactly. Is it daytime or nighttime? Oh, it's late, late, late. Uh, flash out time. Yeah. So the, I think generally speaking, so I, I, you, yeah. Go, was there more to? Did you didn't jump off the roof? Luckily, you came back down the uh, ladder. No, no. I probably would have convinced myself that I could have at that point. Like, I don't think it's gonna hurt that much. We're just exploring. Getting <laughs> up on the roof. Oh, yeah. I was so, a famous yeah, I, 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 maybe that story is a little anticlimactic. But, um, it's okay, JD. It was done, nonetheless. The fact that you were on the roof is just impressive. <laughs> there you go. That was a little story about getting up on the roof of the famous pub. Not really sure what happened, but uh, I know we got up there for one reason or another. I think there was a Frisbee involved or something like that. Let's go right back in here and hear a couple about 
One, uh, the LeBron James decision and what we did about that. And then another little diddly about food poisoning. Here we go in the sausage hut. So I have a, I have a story. It's actually uh, um, um, one of my worst memories of my life happened at the famous pub. Great. The night of the decision by LeBron James. <laughs> and we're like, you know, it's a big deal. They've been pumping this up for a long time. So we sit down, we're drinking beers, you know, the, the hype that's going on is just totally ridiculous and over the top. And I don't know what moment, but I finally convinced myself, I'm like, you know what? There's no way as long and drawn out and doing this at a, you know, a freaking, uh, you know, boys club and some random tag. There's no way that LeBron James would do this to his beloved city. He's not going to announce that he's not playing in Cleveland with such a big hoopla this is just there's no way it's happening he i had convinced myself that he was going to announce that he was staying in cleveland and this is just a a way to get everybody hyped up and maybe there was going to be some twists where you know something amazing was going to happen for cleveland (laughs) bossa being the optimist that he is like nope he's leaving he's definitely gone he's rubbing in our faces I'm like, that's bullshit, man. I, I, I will bet you. I, I don't know if I bet you or you bet me, but it was uh, $100 got laid on the line that uh, uh, LeBron was staying, and I said he was staying in Cleveland. He said he was going. So by, by chance, we both had 100 bucks in cash on us. That, that Obviously, LeBron uh, publicly humiliates everyone in Cleveland and uh, won his 200 bucks. And, and to, to, to be fair, I don't think he rubbed it in my face because he was – just slightly less pissed off than I was because he did get to put <laughs> yeah, 100 bucks in his pocket. It was a bet hedge. I, I hedged my bet. but And I remember you also giving me crap about having 520s instead of one crisp, clean $100 bill. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. 520s, dude? Come on, you couldn't go to the bank? Dude? I know. I was going to didn't make Benjamins, it. Baby. <laughs> Probably better that you didn't win. That's a, that's a good pub story. Um, yeah. I was, I was, uh, just want to give a shout out to the Togo, or the, uh, the Togo Hills Copper. Just want to throw that out there. Rest in peace, man. Uh, oh, Togo Copper. <laughs> yeah. It was on the menu sometimes. Yeah. I just actually talked about this. It was on the menu, menu sometimes, and then sometimes it wasn't. Yeah, and it's, it wasn't on there last time we were there. Did you grab a menu? What exactly? Oh, what yeah. exactly was You that? know what? <laughs> you know what? Did not. And I, I didn't think of it until after I left. I said, man, I should just pull a menu. But we are going back. You know what they also did really good? They had awesome chef salads where they'd have a full-size, like, bagel chip on the top. Oh, so good. Hard-boiled eggs. Hey, hey, Kielbasa, can you uh, take us through your experience with the uh, the pub's wings that lend you to, uh, you know, seeing Jesus in your bathroom? <laughs> yes. Yes, I can. I, uh, you know, we, we all put <laughs> – we all, if I, I wish I had a, you know, Kowski saves his ticket stubs for every concert he went to. I wish I would have done that too, and it's a great collection. I wish we would have kept a count on how many chicken wings we ate in that place and uh, every flavor they did. And I remember, you know, loving eating a million of them. And we went through a phase where they had this thing that I don't. We all of a sudden found out about that big that Big Red told us that they did like Southern fried wings where they just they battered them before they yep. fried them and you had to ask special for that. 
Yeah, we were over there eating wings, and uh, you know, it was a, it was like a, it was a Saturday night, ready to party, and uh, I ate those wings hanging out, and then all of a sudden, I I just feel just terrible, you know, and to the point where I had to ruin. I was like, dude, I can't. I got to go home, and um, ended up, you know. <laughs> yakking a couple times um and like oh man like i think i'm i think this is food poisoning well i managed to go to sleep and uh Uh i I remember being um ripped ripped out of sleep with the urge i like i would before i even realized what was going on was sitting up in my bed heading for the garbage can well this garbage can had the was uh it was like a Reese cup it had ridged ridged outsides and it made it very hard well i grabbed this you know waste basket bedroom waste basket and pull it to my head face before i even realized what the hell is going on well the hard Reese cup ridges I just drove them into my forehead I, and just knocked myself silly as I'm throwing up, coming straight out of sleep. Well, the next day I wake up and I've got like Charlie Brown's shirt zigzag on my forehead <laughs> that stayed there for like a week or two, man. It was just imprinted from food poisoning from the famous pub. Good riddance. there you go there's a great story i remember about throwing up from food poisoning that was awesome um let's go right back into another one one of our favorite stories of all time and that's the uh the games at the famous pub and the infamous full-size papa shot I really, I really loved that fast tier that was in the far, far back left. There was like, it kind of went up some steps and it went into, uh, there was like a pool table there. That's where the air hockey table was. Yep. And there was mm-hmm. the, a golden tee all sitting back there. And like on most nights, like nobody would even like pay attention to you back there. And we would just go in the back and play like golden tea and smoke all night and just play and, and for some reason I remember there being a picture of Jim Brown like I was gonna say yeah. that right above right above yes. the picture of uh, right above the golden tea, which as a you know, Ohio native you have to appreciate. But Absolutely uh, you know, just just the fact that nobody would pay any attention to you back there and you could and do whatever the hell you wanted in that back corner would just just made it the best place in the bar as far as i was concerned second that i guess the place to start is this is the standard music midtown weekend correct yeah glory days of the music midtown <laughs> yeah, probably I feel like uh, it, because i feel like all these stories would start on thursday because people would just come into town yeah, on those extended weekends, everyone would fly in on a Thursday. You're right. And, I mean, it could have been a Friday too, but um, it was only we would the first just, night that everybody was together. Yeah, the the Thursdays would always get completely out of hand. We'd be picking people up from the airport. But I mean, it really starts with those who have to to remember the pub early on. I mean, it was the it was literally the famous pub sports palace, and that wasn't making reference to all the television. It was because yeah. the back of that place had foosball and a, and a full-size Papa Shot basketball. Regulation, game. regulation Papa Shot. Yeah, I was right. I was going to touch on that at some point where I was just like, 
the the breadth of all the fucking games in that place was awesome. Just like there was something to do in every corner, and I'll probably I'll, I'll share my favorite later. But uh, I mean, there was just top to bottom. You had games everywhere. It's true. It's true. Which the peak the peak being the full size Papa shot in the back back room, and I think the best thing about the back room was it was just, like, darker and seedier than the front. And it was just, like, yeah. if you want to get lit up and not have anyone pay attention to you and just, like, <laughs> get blacked out and act like a dumbass, that's when you would just mm-hmm. go to the back. Like, nobody would really kind of pay attention to you back there. That was just it was a little seedier back there. Anything nice. went. Early on, early on, for sure. Yeah, for sure, because that was, like that was the, just what it was. It felt like the riffraff, you know, like you go to the back of the bus, you go to the back of the, the bar, the back of the, that's, that's what the back room's for. Yeah, there almost, were front people and back VIP-ish. people. VIP-ish. They, yeah. they had dartboards back there. They had uh, foosball back there. They had, like, the, the individual hockey game, I think, back there. But oh, there's definitely an air hockey game back there. Were we just, were we just like, playing, like, horse or something the, the, when, when, when Mr. Monster – we would either have free throw competitions or horse competitions. I think yeah. those were like the two standard ones. <laughs> That's yeah, not a yeah. free throws. Yeah. yeah. This was, this was, so does but, anybody but recall we, why, why did Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I witnessed it. Specifically. I, I remember exactly how it happened. <laughs> Go for it. Me and, uh, <laughs> We're right next to you in your ear. You were just shooting by yourself. Shooting the ball. <laughs> yeah. You you could not make a shot. You were 0 for 1, 0 for 2, 0 for 3, 0 for 4, 0 for 5. And me and me, me and Kilbasa just kept saying, oh, damn, he, he can't make a shot. Oh, look at this. He just missed another. Oh, he's getting pissed. Look how pissed Monster's getting. And you just kept getting angrier and angrier, and we kept feeding you and feeding you, like, just bashing how shitty you look, look at monster miss it he missed another he missed another oh shit he's old for seven and then all of a sudden he took the last the next ball and he just flung it straight up in the air through the ceiling tile everything came crashing down except <laughs> the ball except the ball dude <laughs> and i don't think i don't think anybody there that was employed there noticed it either which no was, part of the back exactly. yeah the back. that was the craziest thing that was the craziest thing no nobody nobody busted us for that. we all kind of looked around and we're waiting to get like scolded but it was the back room and it was dark and it was it was the Music same was yeah blasting. and he just didn't like it wasn't one of those things where he foul shot it into the ceiling he went he granny holding it granny Ooh. style all the way to the ground with bended knees and launched yeah. himself <laughs> off of the ground whipping that ball into the ceiling where it stuck <laughs> <laughs> and it was there for weeks uh, <laughs> yeah. did, did it ever, was it ever did we ever get it back that actually may have been the beginning of the end of the full size pop shot like <laughs> I know the next couple of times I was there, it, was, it stayed. Yeah, it stayed broken for a long time. <laughs> yeah. And you know what we forgot to tell, which yeah. happened right before that. We show we show up I mean, a pack. There's I don't know eight of us, a pack of just maulers, and going in the back, just 
out of control pretty much goes and orders a couple of pitchers a Coors Light and 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 like eight glasses and they give him a stack of eight gla- eight pint glasses and he's got two Coors Light <laughs> pitchers in the other hand and he turns around runs right into a table and that big stack of glasses falls and like four of them hit the table and four more of them go off the table and just crash and nobody blinked an eye <laughs> I was trying to think if that was the same night. That was, was the same night. <laughs> oh, that's so good. <laughs> we'll need eight yeah. more glasses, Joe please. Boo needs a ref- <laughs> yeah. Joe Boo needs a refill. All right, here's a short one about uh, shooting music videos in the back room of the famous pub. I'm not 100% sure. But we roll up in there and like, hey, you guys can't go into the back tonight. Oh, what's going on? Private party? No, they're shooting a music video. Oh, really? Yeah. What's going on? And, I wasn't and it there. Was just, uh, uh, okay, it wasn't you. It was like, seriously, just a random evening at the famous pub. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, so you go back I think there. That sounds right. And you know they've got the. Oh, you guys can't come back here. I'm like, oh, oh, sorry, you didn't realize. We're with Cheetah Girls. That means we can go anywhere we want, whenever we want. And, and of course the. The doors are magically open, and we get to walk back in there. So this guy, I mean, they had, you know, cameras. They had dancers. They had all this stuff. And the song, we are just, we were beating ourselves up. We couldn't remember. It was like, uh, do the row-row or something. It was like some rap guy that had a dance song, and it was like, this is the steps of the song. And for the longest time, it was on YouTube, you know. And obviously, the song never really made it. Neither did the rapper. Um, but just what a, what a surreal evening. We were we they shot a music video and they got the dancing so just <laughs> I remember watching that clip after you guys did it. It was it was so it was so freaking shady. <laughs> like low budget shady. Yeah. 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 <laughs> of all the places to shoot the famous but that should have been in a movie. Of all the movies they shot in Atlanta, I can't believe there hasn't been a movie scenes in that place. Now it never I guess there never will be. Yeah, sorry that I seem to have lost my voice with all this telling famous pub stories, but here's a, another one about the glory days of smoking at the famous pub, back when you could smoke in all the bars and got clothes would get so stinky the next day you could barely even stand to be in the same room with them. But it was a great place to smoke cigarettes, that's for sure. Here's some stories about smoking cigarettes. Can I, can I bring up the, uh, the worst day in uh, famous pub history to me anyway? Sure. Of course. Sure. When DeKalb County decreed that all establishments must be smoke-free. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's awesome. now, were you at the famous pub when this was decreed? It was. They came in and they were spraying all the cigarettes with water, putting them out. And if you guys remember, the pub was one of those establishments that decided they were going to kind of say screw to the rules, so they had little they had little cups of water, like little like like they didn't have ashtrays, they just had cups of water. So if you wanted to still smoke, you could ask to do a cup of water for a couple of weeks. Yeah, they they <laughs> defied the law, and now you can smoke in there for, again, can't you? Or you could? No, you can't. You can't do it now because you have to. They have a little patio out back, but. Um, oh. Fortunately, if you do, uh, do any of you guys still have your wild turkey T-shirts that you got for doing oh, wild man. turkey? <laughs> no, wow! I don't know why I don't. 
So we got we got that t-shirts one night for doing shots of wild turkey. Yep, don't remember that. Yeah, either. Had, what do you know? Yeah, they had a wild turkey. I can't, I can't believe I don't remember drinking shots of wild turkey there. <laughs> I I I don't remember that as much as I remember always wearing his wild turkey shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it, it fit great. It was just one hey, of those shirts. Hey, Kilbasa, where'd you get that shirt? Oh, famous pub. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> Yeah, and it's funny before yeah, they the out. Turkey shirt and the uh, Jimi Hendrix uh, safari hat. That oh. was the uh, you know outfit of the. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> that's right. I don't know what Every happened to that. Every time ever ever went to in Atlanta was. All right, here's a little story about probably my favorite game that was ever at the famous pub. It was there for many years. It was in the middle. It was called Hydro Thunder. And it was a side-by-side boat racing game, and I had a little secret to get extra boost when you started, and nobody could figure it out. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of all the all the different food items that I was a big fan of. That's what I was going to say. What did they have? There? Anything good to eat there? I remember eating there quite a few times, but I don't, I don't remember exactly what it was. What was on the token? I remember we used to... Uh, uh, me and Kobasi play. That's where we invented the game of uh, chug that beer. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, the rules weren't very complicated. <laughs> it's uh, basically, you know, it was, when it was late in the night and uh, you had a full beer sitting in front of you, we'd just kind of look over each other. Usually we'd be staring at each other next to each other, uh, sitting on the Hydro Thunder machine, <laughs> look over at each other and say, uh, are you ready for a round of chug that beer? <laughs> yeah, and uh, we'd chug that beer, and uh, Kobasa would whoop my ass in Hydro Thunder, which, <laughs> you know, I got to hand it to him. Uh, you know, there's not too many, it's not often that I get made a bitch. Johnny Next Game does not get made a bitch very often, but, uh, you know, the king of Hydro Thunder, Johnny Kobasa. Well, he, he had the code down. He had, he had the timing down to get the instant, uh, the instant turbo off the jump. He yeah. Never yeah. Told How does that do it? Exactly. That needs to be revealed. Okay. Right now. Yeah. So we He's would. There was. There was a secret trick you did every time, and I would do it. I would only do it when I knew those guys weren't paying attention because they always tried to figure out what it was. And I, would, if I even saw them looking my way, I just wouldn't do it. And I held on to it for years. You know, before that nobody. I mean, I'm sure somebody could have Googled it, but anyway, it. it uh, <laughs> yeah. There was Google. a thing where you could start off where you got a boost. You your booster fuel gauge filled up all the way and you had to if you did it right you would bust off and be in the lead and you know you could be way out in the lead before they got their boost to get them going really fast well it was there's a gear shift thing you had the steer, steering wheel and the gear shift you kind of put in forward or reverse and uh, there was a turbo button too on your thumb so it was like I'll, I'll reveal this it was while you were waiting if you pulled up first on the gear shift and then down and then up right when you right when it started that was the secret and you would fly off the water and you would have boost and you'd hear cuss going ah i didn't see i did it all right i, I would always like to thought lodge. i had it man i always <laughs> thought i had it i'd like to lodge it. a formal complaint so that every victory that he ever received has an asterisk by it against me head to head. So, hey, it was so available know. to everybody, man. Hey. Yeah, I mean that's that's just taking advantage of your country, guy. That's good. 
good use of your resources. Good gamesmanship. Right. (laughs) All right. Let's wrap this thing up. I know there was a lot more stories that were told on this epic conference call that we had. Some of them just didn't make the cut. Some of them were half remembered. Some of them involved crimes that probably involved jail time. What the whatever. Rest in peace, famous pub. Gonna miss you. You're a big part of all of our lives for a long time. And screw you to the gentrifying bastards that come in and jack the rat up. So leave you with this one more note and we'll get on out of here. You know, like we could we should theoretically be able to go on for hours, but it yeah. all goes back to the, the one point I was trying to make earlier, which is that trying to remember pub stories is a trouble. Like I just, I, it's all a blur. Like I can't distinguish one night from the hundred nights I was blackout drunk there. But, <laughs> um, you know, I just, the one thing I really loved about the pub was the sports palace aspect of it. Cause you had like, Yep. Golden P in front. You had Hydro Thunder in the middle. There was that little gap by the bathroom that I'm pretty sure was the first time I cleared 300K on Galaga on. <laughs> yep. uh, Miss Pac-Man right next to it. The full-size basketball in the back. Golden P in the back. Pool in the back. Air hockey in the back. Like, that was that yep. was Johnny Next Game. Right up Johnny Next Game's alley. So, you know. Yeah, me that's, too. I was. I, that that's that was it for me too, man. And when that when when the when the back of the pub, like when they got rid of the regulation Papa shot and they kind of eliminated the whole sports palace theme, I think that's when it started to to kind of downgrade a little bit. Yeah, and I don't. Uh, yeah, who knows what? Uh... That's, that's just my my opinion. Mm-hmm. But and I wonder if we had something. Awesome. <clears throat> I wonder if we had something to do with uh, them deciding that they needed to class the joint up a little bit. <laughs> like, <laughs> we got to get rid of these yahoos that come here every weekend. And you know, there was a long stretch there where we were, you know, we were back bar people. There were front bar people and back bar people, and there was a long stretch where it was pretty much like a club back there of the the, the back bar people. Yeah. There was the same crew, you know. The, most of the people I, I always saw people I didn't never saw before. But you, most of them were up the, up front, like the people who knew what was going on hung out in the back, and it didn't it didn't yeah. it didn't get going until eleven thirty. On a Friday or right. Saturday night, and it just raged. Man. I mean, for the longest time, it was open till four. I mean, is it still open till four? I think it, I don't know if it still is, but forever it was open till four. <laughs> you know, it wasn't two two thirty. You could rage until three forty five. Yeah, we're we're pretty lucky that nothing serious ever happened to anybody. Totally. Ever.